beep, 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 beep. Breaking news. We have a response to a comment. <gasps> Someone uh, from last week's episode I, on Breaking Cat News, which is why this is especially fitting. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, I comment saying the number of the episode that we did it for historical purposes. Right. So I so I put mm-hmm. in episode 291, a premium member to to go comics, Blue Iris responded to me saying episode 291 on this breaking cat news comic with question mark how are you counting question mark (laughs) (laughs) i don't even want to reply you know (laughs) like i don't want to provide context because that seems to defeat the purpose yeah but it is extremely funny that they they think because the the only other time someone has responded to us was i think the creator of a comic or something responded and like yeah understood that we were a podcast and that, that that's a, what we were referencing that was honestly really cool it was like kind of neat of them versus this person is like what do you mean Just this confused. comic has been going on for like a decade probably <laughs> at least actually let's see what the very first comic is yeah since 2010 so <laughs> a few more than 291 of these comics have been created mm-hmm. uh so this person's quite confused <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry for i'm it's like all they need that, to do yeah. like if they went through our comment history i assume it would be fine to figure it out but maybe they're not that tech savvy and if i assume that's a, an easy thing to do you can look at recent comments and it just says it right there recent comments seven days ago episode 291 episode 291 episode 290 episode 290 episode 289 episode 289 <laughs> but all on different comics <laughs> yeah is is checking for comment history, is that like something from our unique age cohort? I don't know. Maybe. I think it probably depends on what internet fora you frequent. I can't imagine that's common on Go Comics because it's not really designed for conversation. Despite mm-hmm. the fact that you can reply to comments, it's not really meant for that, obviously. Versus Reddit, it is like, you know, a just a mm-hmm. pastime of trawling through people's comments to try and catch them where they're lying or have an inconsistency or just because you're curious about who the heck they are like it's funny to come across someone else in like a math subreddit and be like oh they're also in this other weird like other random i don't know any other random subreddit that they actually post in it's always funny to see where people spend their time Mm -hmm. but yeah i i don't think it's unique to our generation or anything i think it's unique to the kind of internet you like to use yeah that might be fair and there's some some correlation there so probably yeah why there's the i people have the who, impression because uh, there's like the twitter sport of dredging up old tweets you know oh, yeah. and that's not a, like i was never into twitter so that's not a thing that i think of that seems more annoying to try and do but on reddit it feels like perfectly normal to do Mm-hmm. I don't do it that often, but it's a thing I have done before. And I know people yeah. can do it for to me because I got because every once in a while I'll get random messages from people because uh, it's not like I'm not undoxable given what I've posted on Reddit, right? Yeah. I'm not overly careful because I don't care that much. 
So if you look through, you can like find the name of the company I work for. I will talk about that on relevant math subreddits if people are asking questions or the fact that I was a CA in college uh, slash RA. And uh, like just the other day, someone like PM'd me on Reddit being like, hey, I saw that you were a CA, you know, at Minnesota. Like, what was your experience? I'm curious. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you know, this is like LinkedIn, but more, slightly more anonymous. <laughs> sure, I'll I'll give you my uh my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. So there you Funny. go. Interesting. Yep. But yeah, blue iris. I'm sorry, I'm not going to respond. You're just going to have to solve this mystery by yourself. Well, and there's so many answers that are valid too. That's the thing. True. What would be? Like, what are other answers you could come up with? Well, you started at a low number and then sequentially increased by one each time because wait what was the exact wording of the question how are you counting on my fingers oh you want it to be overly pedantic i see yeah okay you want to be smarmy sassy or but wait wait what episode number was it 291 uh please don't be a prime number uh it's not it's divisible by three uh by threes (laughs) there you go that's how we're counting you gotta remember your division tricks grant these are important Mm -hmm. things in life or by tens starting at one. Mm. Look at you, little math boy. I, it's, I it's figured like out you, a, it's I like figured you out a trick to using, not have to use my brain. It's like you started using my company's elementary curriculum. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just the other day I uh, I was playing a board game where at the end you got to add up points. And somebody commented on having zero ability to follow at all how is how i was adding up the points in my head (laughs) uh because like i was mum i was doing the like adding things up in your head but mumbling it out loud as you go and they could not even if i had explained i think they would have still been very confused sure uh by how i was counting the points because it's dumb but it works well i mean was it dumb were you what were you doing i was making easy numbers for me to add up and then exactly like that's not dumb. That's smart. You know, that's yeah. that's the whole thing. I I this I've always said that I was never better at arithmetic than when I was working on math curriculum for elementary school kids. Mm-hmm. Like I, I learned a lot of stuff that never occurred to me to try until I was doing it, and now I have a lot of those skills. So yeah, same thing. If I'm if I need to add up points in Scrabble or whatever, I'm a I'm a quick study. Yeah. Why would I ever add up in sequence? Seven plus four plus three plus six. No, exactly. I'm gonna 20, go. I'm gonna go baby. ten, ten, twenty. You got it. You would pass our tests with flying colors, Grant. Awesome. I'm as good as a accelerated a <laughs> elementary schooler. <laughs> That's. I'm. I'm. I'm okay with that. Actually, I will accept that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, we're slightly missing. I, I can't decide whether I want to talk about this right now or not. Do you have anything that you would like to share before I dive into my tentative topic? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, go for it. Um, so, Mark, we, in the, not to not to get a little bit too much inside baseball here, uh, but in, in the pre-show conversation, we were discussing keyboards mm-hmm. and changes. And so you, you were talking about Bluetooth and trying that out. Uh, and I've gone the opposite direction. Yeah. Uh, you, you forced me to uh, buy a USB 
sea cable. There really wasn't one in the box? No, there wasn't. Oh, sorry about that. That's totally fine. It's something that I have multiple other things that I've wanted one for. Uh, and I just use the single one that I have for everything, and it's very annoying. <laughs> and I accidentally ordered one that was actually two cables. Oh. <laughs> so it's perfect, actually. Nice. I also... See, I normally am very careful when I purchase stuff, and I, like, am too way too careful, I think, in to the point where, like, I'm buying something that's $9, and I waste, like an hour figuring out the perfect $9 one instead of a $10 one to buy because it'll save me a dollar and I just spent an hour saving myself a dollar mm-hmm. uh, and did not have fun doing it. It's not like it was a fun challenge that I enjoyed. It was like, it felt like a chore. Uh, and so I just like kind of went YOLO and bought something. And so I got two cables instead of one. Oops. Uh, I also, as I'm guessing you could easily predict based on your frame of reference of what a desk is and where a keyboard and a monitor will sit or a keyboard and computer will sit. Uh, I did not need a six or seven foot long cord either. (laughs) So I learned the skill of how to make those like fancy, cool looking, uh, coiled keyboard cables. Nice. It was really easy. You coiled it yourself. Yeah. That's fun. It looks so fancy. Very nice. You are you are steps ahead of me. I don't have a fancy coiled one. <gasps> I know. I know how to solve that problem. I believe you. But right now I'm rocking the Bluetooth life and yeah, it's working out okay. Well, see, yeah. long, the thing is, like, I'm uh, someone who is overly precious about battery life. I worry about it a lot. Mm. I'm, I'm a little better than I used to be, uh, but I'm still not great. And, like, the only one, it's, like, eventually you get trained out of certain stuff, right? Like, my mouse, I don't worry about it because the battery life on a Bluetooth mouse is measured in weeks to months. Mm-hmm. So it's very infrequent, and it gives you a warning that it has, like, 10% battery life left, and it'll tell you that, and you'll say, cool, and I have a USB-C cable just already here that I can just plug it in for, like, the next hour, and I'm good for another couple months. Yeah. So I'm not precious about that, but the keyboard, again, I've only ever used it plugged in, and I don't even know what the battery life is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be curious, do I get warnings about it? Like, how much do I have to pay attention? Does it just n- not occur that often, and so I don't need to pay attention? I don't really know, because it is always funny, like, there's this weird middle ground of devices that have batteries where you just know no matter what, you have to charge it, like, every day. Mm-hmm. But then you have the stuff that is, like, every couple of days, but it's not consistent, so you never really know what you're going to end up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, that's, like, my headphones fall into that category where they'll just, you know, I've never really ended up with them dead because it does. the case gives me, like, a little yellow warning light when it mm-hmm. gets to, like, whatever i don't even know what it's at 40 percent maybe and i'll just charge it back up and it's fine uh my ipad is like that although part of that is i'm convinced ipads are awful at like sleeping overnight at least mine is i i second that i yeah, it feels really bad recently noticed that and i don't know why and also my ipad is like it's 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 bad in two ways because not only is the sleep 
battery life bad, but when I turn it back on or like when I open it back up, it's really slow to reconnect to Wi-Fi. Hmm. Mine is in particular, and I have no idea why. Uh, I don't know if it's the particular, it might be the specific Wi-Fi setup in our apartment is just a little Mm. funky because we have multiple Wi-Fi networks. And even though there's only one that it knows to connect to, it's, it could just be weird. I don't know. We actually have people coming into our apartment on Thursday to like replace the Wi-Fi access points in here. So maybe that'll fix Mm. something magically. I don't know, but it's been a problem. But yeah, so that's the sort of thing where it's like, I never know. I don't know how often to charge it. Sometimes it catches me off guard and I'm about to sit down somewhere comfortable and be like, I'm going to edit this podcast because I use my iPad for that. And it's at like 9%. Like, oh, cool. (laughs) I guess I will go sit somewhere slightly less comfortable next to a charger. And then there's the stuff that I just, it lasts so long I don't think about it. That's like my mouse, my e-reader. I got a new Garmin watch, a few, like a a month or two ago maybe it was i honestly don't remember exactly when i got it but i upgraded because the newest version of the kind of watch that i have from them was cheaper than the version i had before but better in every single way but i have it so that the screen isn't always on it only turns on when i like turn my wrist to look at it and i swear the battery life is like two weeks Hmm. so that's also pretty good yeah stuff like so like do you notice when it's getting, like, what's, I guess, how do you charge that? Sure. Do you wait until... I do wait until it yells at me. Okay. I get, like, a 10% warning on my watch, and there's only been one time, and, and there are certain activities where I know in my head, like, like if it's right before a trip, you know, I'll just charge it up. Um, If it's right before when I go disc golfing now, that I use the UDisc app on my watch, and it ha- and it uses GPS that entire time. It burns through the battery kind of quickly, so I try to remember to charge the watch the day before I know I'm going to go disc golfing. But other than that, it's fine to just wait until it tells me that it's going to die, and then I'll it'll still last like the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And other stuff, it's just like. When I think about it, you know, my e-reader is normally right by the bed, and every once in a while I'll just tap on the screen to check the battery life, and if it looks like it's running low, because, like, it just has the little battery icon, I could click on it to see exactly where it's at. But if it looks like it's low-ish, I'll just plug it in overnight, and then I know I'm good for another couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. But my phone, I... Uh, I'm always, I like, at this point in life, I sort of am like, there's no excuse to not have a lot of battery most of the time because I'm just sitting at a desk. And there might come a time where I appreciate that habit. So I just keep doing it. By that habit, you mean sitting at a desk or having lots of battery? Sitting at a desk and putting it on the charger while I'm sitting at the desk. Ah, okay. I should have been able to put those two things together. That's okay. I could have been a little bit more explicit. Because it was like, you know, we'll go to trivia. And this was before. Now we use my iPad for trivia. Uh, But in our old trivia place, we would go. And it's like, okay, who's going to be the official phone for the trivia game? You know, like everyone's Mm -hmm. comparing their battery life. And they're like, oh, I'm at 42%. I'm at 51%. And I'm like, I'm at 88%. (laughs) (laughs) So I sort of need to re- I need to recalibrate what the battery icon means on an iPhone still because I still am not like because I 
I don't have it set to show the battery percentage. So I'm really? always like, um, I used to do it when I had an Android phone. I did it for a long time. I always had the battery percentage showing. And then at one point I turned it off to try and break my habit of being too precious about my phone oh. battery. And it only kind of worked. Uh, I feel like that would hurt. Like if I, if I had that problem, I feel like that would do the opposite for me. It'd make me more worried because I couldn't see a number that would make me feel safe. Yeah, I think it does. I don't know why it has helped. Um, in some ways, the iPhone is funny because the battery indicator seems to be far less precise. Or like the, the number of stages that the icon can be in it has to be like what five maybe you know i feel like it splits a hundred percent into like five not quite equal intervals of the icon oh does it that's what it feels like to me because all like there's definitely like a step to it and it felt like on android it was a i could look at it and tell what my battery percentage roughly was and on an iphone i feel like i just still don't have a sense of where my battery is at if i look at the battery icon because i'll look at it and be like oh man it looks like it's getting close to like 50 percent and i know it's not because i know my battery habit it's at like 73 percent or whatever uh but yeah i think my phone is only on below 50 percent on like travel days really for the most part yeah oh wow my phone lives 20 to 80 yeah i never charge it all the way or like I typically don't charge it all the way, and I try to catch it before it hits single digits. <laughs> mm-hmm. I used to be like that, like, freshman year of college when I had my first smartphone. And part of this was because back then, I wasn't walking around with a battery pack, you know? Like, you're out all day, your phone's just going to do what it's going to do. And on days where I had band rehearsal until 9 p.m., it was often I would be leaving band rehearsal at 1%, if not my phone already dead. Oh, wow. And so I was sort of used to that. Because also back then, it's not like battery life was good, you know. I yeah. could have walked around with a spare battery for my Samsung Galaxy if I wanted to. Because uh, <laughs> that was an option back then. Wait, you could have done that and you didn't? That's baffling to me. I Especially knowing you. At some point, I probably like had a spare one, but... Like, I don't know. It it just, at that point, I wasn't, like, I had had a phone for, like, two months, you know, like a smartphone. Oh. It never, it didn't, it wasn't as, yeah, like, fair. vital back then as it is now to me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But that's where I'm at. Now, but, yeah, obviously now I'm very much on the other direction. You carry three spare batteries with you and a full no. iFixit kit with you so you can change them out at will well this is the thing obviously that's not possible on an iphone but also like i don't walk around with a battery pack like i don't have spare charging in my backpack at all times it is entirely contingent on the fact that i have a lifestyle that lets my phone be close to fully charged every single time i leave the apartment (laughs) yeah no matter what time of day it is, it's pretty close to 100% when I walk out the front door. So I'm just sort of used to that. Do you use a wireless charger? Or do you like physically plug it in? Uh, Right now, I have a MagSafe wireless charger on my desk uh, to do the 
fancy thing because there's also a fancy thing on the newer-ish iPhone. I don't remember when they started this. It may may have been on this series. I honestly don't remember. But if you have it on a wireless charger and you turn it to landscape mode, you can set up like these lock screen widgets of different kinds. So one option could be like you want it to show your upcoming calendar in like big fonts or something. Right now, what I have it is just it rotates through random pictures that are themed. So right now it's going through like a, a smart album of city pictures. And that's just on my screen right now with the time just to have something there. But yeah, so I typically charge it mostly on this. Uh, and actually, I don't charge it overnight most of the time now. Because hmm. when I'm going to bed, it's at 93%. I wake yeah, up. Yeah, no reason to plug that in. Yeah, the the iPhone actually is good overnight, so I'll wake up and it's at ninety percent or whatever. So worst case scenario, if I have to, you know, flee all of a sudden on short notice, my phone probably is still pretty good. And then I wake up and just charge it sometime in the morning. That makes sense. That 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 checks out. That passes the the sniff test. Yeah. Uh, the glass is half full. On that one, bye. Uh, Boo. F- screw you. <laughs> I said it was half full. You're clearly a half empty kind of guy, but today uh, we're doing half full. Uh, by Maria Screven. Sorry, Maria, about your last name there. We'll we'll work on that one. Uh. We are set in a a uh, a purple void. I'm gonna call it. I don't know, like a a purple gradient void, uh, filled with where there are two large piles of open, empty cardboard boxes, and there are two cats in the center of the scene. One of the cats is peeking its head out of a box, looking content, while the other one is quickly uh typing away at a computer exclaiming i'll order more stuff so we get more boxes that was really more of a dog let me do that again uh apathetically but slightly happily saying i'll order more stuff so we can get more boxes that is a much better cat voice yeah as someone who has not seen the movie cats i think that was a good cat voice i have not either this is totally random i should put this is just speaking of movies. Uh, have you seen Dune Part 1? I have not seen it in its entirety. I saw okay. a small portion and then watched pretty much the rest of it through clips on YouTube. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which I kind of regret doing. I regret not seeing it in theaters, to be honest. Yeah. So they re-released it in IMAX at our local theater, our Ooh. local extremely good IMAX theater, and we just saw it last night, and I, I hadn't seen it yet. So. That sounds like it was amazing it was so great uh this was not actually my intention for this comic but will you let me strong arm you into talking about uh a laptop oh sure wait can we talk about dune for a little bit i want i have questions (laughs) sure (laughs) did part one really feel like it was just like a setup for another movie yes it did the like full watching experience still a worthwhile setup Okay. Like, a lot still happens. It feels longer than it is. Um, it It's a two-and-a-half-hour movie. It feels like a three-hour movie. 
Like, it didn't feel much different than when I've watched Oppenheimer or, like, Endgame and other three-hour movies, you know? Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings. It feels almost more like Fellowship, if you will. Mm. <laughs> like, it, okay. stuff happens, you know, but it's not the point, right? Yeah. It really is a big setup with a lot of context. But the thing is, for me, I haven't read the book yet. I've owned the book for two years or something and still haven't read it. Uh, this movie, I will admit, makes me actually quite excited to read it because it's one of those books that I know is so dense. And the fact that they're only doing two movies that I feel like I'll still get a lot out of reading the book. Yeah. Um, much in the way that, you know, I watched three episodes of The Expanse years ago and I ended up reading all the books. Mm -hmm. uh, but there is, I, I am very pleased with how well they did showing off the the world the way that it's set up um all the different factions without making it like too browbeating or too confusing like i feel like they actually struck a really good balance uh like have you seen rogue one yes like i do i like rogue one but the joke with that one is you're constantly jumping from planet to planet and it's like mm. They give you all this information that feels not actually useful, and it, there's just so much of it in that movie, like all the different places that you're going, and none of them feel actually important. It's hard to keep track of where you are and why it matters. In Dune, it felt like I always understood where I was, even if they didn't, like they showed me a place once with the little subtitle saying, this is this place. And they did a good enough job with all the set design. Like, you know you're in a totally different place. You get the context right away, and then you can just lock in. Mm -hmm. There are a few times where it's a little hard to understand the dialogue, but for the most part, I got it. I was just curious to see if my impression from not actually watching the entirety was still fairly accurate. Yeah, and that's what I remember hearing when it came out from people. It like, it's very good, but it is not, like... You know, you're not left being like, wow, that was a good, like, that's that where was it's a different good, complete than story. Yeah, that's where it's different from Fellowship. I feel like I could just watch Fellowship and be like, nice. I still want to watch the other ones because I, I like all the movies in, in Lord of the Rings, but it's like Fellowship feels kind of self-contained is my memory of it. I suppose it ends on a bit of a downer, actually. Mm -hmm. But the end of part one of Dune, it's like, yeah, we, we know we're going into the next, like, it's, it's everything about it is like obviously there's part two yeah because because it, it is just like the most obvious lead in to a new movie and it's not a cliffhanger it's not like uh have you seen the new spider-verse movie i haven't okay do you know anything about it uh or do you care if i spoil something everything i know about it could be summed up in like two sentences do you care if i spoil something is it like the whole movie or is it just like it ends on basically a cliffhanger Right, that, oh. That's the short version. It's like, oh. it's a movie where you feel like spoiled. it could have ended, like it would have still held on, like allowed an opening for a third movie, but ended cleanly and it didn't. And I didn't know that that was going to happen. So I was thrown off. Uh, I don't like that. Dune, I feel like even if I didn't know it was part one, uh, even if they just called it Dune and didn't tell anyone <laughs> that it was part one. Yeah. You would watch it and be like, that was a good movie. Also, there's obviously a part two coming, and I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. But I wouldn't want okay. to, I wouldn't sit down and be like, let me watch Dune part one again, like just on its own without the anticipation of the second one. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Computers. Computers. I mean, this is kind of on you. So I think I'm going to get a Raspberry Pi and 3D print a shell for it, and that's my computer. That sounds really lovely. Which kind of Raspberry Pi? Obviously the one that you can't buy. Oh. That would make it difficult. Are you the gonna, one you can only buy from, like, scalpers for triple the price or whatever. Are you going to run the default Raspbian, or are you going to go with something else? No, I, I'm completely joking about this, as you can, I'm sure, tell. I know, I just wanted to see how deep you were willing to go into the bit before I outstripped your knowledge of Raspberry Pis. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty quick. I mostly know about, like, the I.O. As someone who's owned one for six or seven years. <laughs> Wait, do you have a... What Raspberry Pi? Do I don't you have? actively use it, but I've but I bought a Raspberry Pi two or three whenever, like in college, oh. and set it up as like a little computer <laughs> in my uh, in my bedroom back home. I have no idea, uh, and I still have it here. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm, and I'm sure it still run. Uh, it's fun. It's a fun little thing. Yeah, I'm just not good enough with computers to like use it for something other than it basically being a desktop computer. The only other thing mm-hmm. I could do is is download the, uh, like, I could figure out how to do RetroPie, where people make it into a retro gaming emulator. Yeah. That would be fun, but, like, I don't have the setup for that. So I just, I've only ever used it on, like, as literally a desktop computer. So, I don't know, where do you want me to take this? I don't have, I <laughs> haven't done my homework, I'm going to be honest. Uh and so I don't have a lot of progress on the front other than, yeah, I should probably do this. I'm probably going to get really annoyed in like a month or two and wish that I'd done it already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm probably going to like limp on for like two or three more years without doing anything. <laughs> like trying to be realistic with myself. Yeah. I'm worried that's what's going to happen. I know I don't want that to be what happens. Like, I I don't know. Like, I've had this computer for a decade. A decade. Yeah. Like, that's a I've good road a few, for a laptop. That's pretty crazy. There's a few people that I've like talked to about this, and every time I say that, they're like, "No, like six years, right?" Or, or they like think that I did my math wrong. Yeah, and I have to explain, like, no, like, look at it. Let me go to system settings or, or about this Mac and show you it is a 2013 model. <laughs> yeah, that's a 2014. It's 2014. 2014. Oh, I thought it was 2013. I don't know why I thought that. No, no, 2014. Okay. Well, it's all the same, like model subs. Yeah. 2013 to 15. It's all the same base. Yeah, I system. I lived through the whole. Because wait, didn't didn't MacBook Pros like not have HDMI ports for a while or something? Uh, yeah. So 2016 to 2019 was the like thin model with the bad keyboard and the touch bar. Uh, and then in 2020, late 2019, 2020 was when they made the 16-inch laptop, the 16-inch MacBook Pro, that had, that I think got rid of the touch bar, changed the keyboard to what is currently on all Macs. I still, but they didn't bring back HDMI at that point, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> and then it wasn't until they did the Apple Silicon transition when they brought that it back. they introduced the current version that's like chunkier like it is like a thicker laptop than they used to be with hdmi um all that sort of yeah. stuff yeah i so i i span that whole transition which i'm happy about because mm-hmm. i don't like the concept of not having an hdmi port on a laptop fair enough um well then you're i guess you're boxing yourself into into macbook pro territory huh 
Yeah, I was already boxed into that territory. Let's be honest. I mean, consider it like consider how goal old is to not your have laptop to think about is. <laughs> yeah, uh, considering how old your laptop is, like in terms really? of what you like to do on your laptop, a Mac, a cur- the current MacBook Air that I use would be a huge improvement. Oh, I'm I'm sure. Um, but I understand what you mean in terms of like the physical features and also potentially getting something that could last you yet another decade something that even when it is a decade out of date is still enough to do all the computing tasks that i would need. yeah maybe you should when switch was the to first Linux. macbook airs honestly uh, yeah when was That's, the first one yeah i think 2010 oh re- wow really that old yeah pretty sure pretty sure that was manila envelope day that probably makes oh my god 20 2008 oh it's 2008 2008. okay jeez i did not remember that i was close-ish yeah anyway um yeah i like i want something that i can live with i and i like my see like my problem is like i don't have a problem with my current computer Mm -hmm. like i appreciate that i have continued to receive software updates for a decade and like is fair are you sure I'm you not have? I'm upset about it. Well, when was the last time you remember getting a software update for that Mac? <laughs> I think it was like a couple of years, like a year or two ago, wasn't it? I don't. I'm now. I'm looking this up. It's um, definitely in the past three years, because I uh, got a zero on a homework assignment because I was updating my operating system when I had to turn it in. Nice. <laughs> That's pretty good. So let me see. Let's see. I want to know, like, the current version of Sonoma. What are these supported devices? Because I'm almost 100% certain yours is not supported on the current version. It is not. Okay, cool. Yeah, MacBook Oh, wow, Pro it is not as later. supported as I thought it was. <laughs> it's the current version. Um, do you even have, like, Big Sur support? Yeah. It's it's a Monterey when I... Monterey is when you dropped off? I think. Okay. Yeah, er, so you're a couple of years behind. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they still do their like security, f- but you know, updates or whatever. But you're certainly not getting any new features anytime soon. Yeah, but I also know you um, don't care. So there is that. That's that's always what's fascinating about talking to you about computers is how immune you seem to be to like excitement around technological progress, which is so weird. I agree. <laughs> I it doesn't make sense to me to be frank. I feel like I'm wrong. I think it's not immune. I think it's just that like I'm apathetic about it. I I don't have the I want to have the bandwidth for it, but I don't. That makes sense. I think part of it's tied to just like when I do care about something, I get a little bit too intense about it, and with tech like you can there's too much rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, or the rabbit hole goes too deep, and so I I feel like I just know myself that I can't handle it. I'm not I'm not mature enough for it. <laughs> we'll say I can't handle the the truth, whatever. So I just yeah I just don't. I I feel like I did for a while, and then I stopped. Mm. And yeah, that's and then it's been a good chunk, and so that's that's how I landed here. But yeah, I'm like I'm considering not getting a Mac, but I don't know. Mm fascinating uh that's a whole other can of worms 
Yeah. So instead, we're going to pivot to Lola by Todd Clark. Uh, we have a an elderly woman sitting on a couch uh, hunched over a coffee table with a piece of paper and a pencil and a, a young boy, uh, redheaded, bespectacled, is on the side of the couch saying, What you doing, Grandma? And Grandma says, I'm starting a band, trying to come up with a name. We zoom in on Grandma, and she's waving her pencil around, saying, One that reflects our age, but also our intent to rock. Little boy says, What have you got so far? And Grandma, clenching the paper in her hand, says, Bran Funk. Okay. Mark, first of all, Brand Funk is definitely not the name of a band. It's just a dude who's really yeah. lame. Yeah. <laughs> but important question for you, because uh-huh. we're, 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 we'll speed around here. Yeah. You want to do word association, or do you want to have a conversation? Uh, I think I'd rather have a conversation. Okay. But I'm also I'm going to send you a related video from a YouTube duo that I enjoy. Where the uh, th- the concept is, uh, they've assembled sixteen fake band names because they like doing that. They like coming up with fake band names, and uh, they go they put them in a bracket to determine which one they like the most. Ooh, and it's just kind of fun. So I'm gonna send that to you. I that sound that does sound fun. All right, but your deal. Okay, Mark. Uh, when you find yourself in a funk mm. how do you how do how do you think you most effectively deal with that situation um, like are there things you do like if you're like oh just, nah. like like are you the type who's like i'm gonna say some dumb stuff here like are you the type that's gonna like oh i'm gonna get up at 6 a.m every day and freaking bench press and deadlift and that'll get me out of this funk or are you like the oh i'm gonna like plan a trip or i'm gonna like focus on the little things or you know smell what i'm stepping in i think that maybe it's maybe i'm not self-aware enough which is possible uh maybe i'm just lucky i have this sort of disposition but i don't often feel like i get into a funk for like so long an extended period of time that that's the sort of adjustment i'm looking to make necessarily Mm-hmm. Like when I think of a funk, I think of like I'm in a bad mood, and that's gonna last like part of a day, probably. Okay. And and a big part of that is like sometimes you just get into a bad mood. Like it's not because you're hungry or whatever. It's, you know, sometimes it just happens. And a big mm-hmm. thing for me has always been going for a walk, uh, playing music, or doing like sometimes it's like if I feel like frustrated or something, it's like doing some like a slightly more vigorous sort of exercise almost always helps. Mm. Uh but that that's the sort of stuff that I tend to resort to. I think is like activity. It's a, it's like activity to like distract me for a bit and let my brain and body kind of like reset a little bit. Yeah. Uh I think is is the thing that's most useful for me. Sometimes you just have to sit with it. You know, like if I'm journaling, like journaling doesn't in the moment make me feel better because I'm there thinking very closely about whatever I'm frustrated about or whatever. But, Mm -hmm. you know, oftentimes, depending on how, whatever the source is, maybe I identify the source by doing that and I can deal with it. 
Like that's a healthier way to like it's a healthy way to actually assess the situation and then figure out what to do next. But if it's in the moment and I just feel like I just know I'm in a bad mood, right? And I don't even think there's a thing. It's just like I'm just in a bad mood. Then see the former ways of dealing with that. Okay. Can I ask a final question quick here? Yes, please. Slightly unrelated, but only related by word association. Uh, if you feel like you smell a bit like you're in a funk, how do you deal with that? Uh, remember to take a shower that night and then use deodorant. Okay. <laughs>